Hello, welcome into the Jesus Follower. You just heard the best part of the podcast just now. <laughs> We're just talking. We love the new intro music and uh, ready to run through a wall. But uh, how you doing, Daniel? Um, I'm very blessed. I'm fired up now, now that we had this fantastic intro. <laughs> right. Just, oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. No, I'm doing very well. Been a been a good day in the Lord. Uh, grateful to be back, back at it on the Jesus Follower and, and excited to be with you all today as well. I'm ready to make a declaration. I think today, it's September 27th when we're recording this, marks the beginning of sweatshirt season. I'm donning my John Fetterman <laughs> wear today, uh, the sweatshirt and the athletic shorts, and um, I don't know. The lines are very, uh, there, there's no clear line there, but I feel like, especially in Ohio, if you're from Ohio, Cincinnati area, October through like March is prime sweatshirt season. And I love them. I have like 10 hooded sweatshirts, but um, we're, we're right at that line. Fall's about to hit and winter from there, but we've been having great weather. It's raining today. I don't know. It's, don't you, it's, do you it's think fantastic. it's still too warm for the day it, during the day to, to officially make that announcement, though? That's my concern. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I mean, I know there's an eagerness there and I feel there that. Is. Yeah. But uh, during the day, sometimes I think it was colder this morning that's and true. that's what, but now it's like. Still yeah. a high of seventy two, which is great. Yeah, but and we're gonna, I'm going to miss it come February yeah. when it's miserable. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, probably we'll, we'll wait a week or two. Okay. I was going to say, I mean, I, once you once you make that announcement, I feel like we can all be comfortable wearing them now and know mm. that we're validated in that. But you're walking me back off the ledge, so I know maybe I th- not. I'm rethinking that now. Can we start yeah. again? <laughs> <laughs> right, sweatshirt time. <laughs> well, maybe I'm donning my um, Russia Fools sweatshirt. We went to uh, what was the camp? It's not huge. Fu- um, whatever youth camp we went to, Generate Camp Generate, yeah. with the youth uh, this summer, and they were the uh, worship band for that uh, time. Yeah. So they're just. I really enjoyed their ministry and bought a sweatshirt. So. Nice. Here we are, the Jesus yeah. follower, and it's fall. We're loving it today. We have a, a topic that um, we think, we, we don't know where it's going to go. We There's a lot of different places to talk about, topics to discuss, probably maybe too big of a topic even for one show, but... Um, so, so concerning social media, we have at Rolling Hills Baptist Church a uh, members Facebook page where a lot of our communication happens between members. A lot of prayer requests are shared and from leadership to have announcements. And since I have taken on um, the job that I have now, it's Minister of Worship and Communications, uh, that was constructed to help uh, bolster that sense of communication and figure out how to best uh, you know, get word out to people and handle the digital side of things. So that's yeah. been a lot of learning on the job, but we've been talking a lot recently and there's just been, uh, you know, certain circumstances that caused us to really just take a broader view outside of, uh, you know, just our day-to-day life, take that 10,000 foot view to see where are we at now? Why are, uh, you know, what, what's the circumstances which we find ourselves in and yeah. uh, how do we properly uh, look at that, figure out what that means and how to follow Christ best in it, especially from a digital perspective sense and space so a lot of that happened with covid we had a live stream church live stream before yeah. covid happened and they were really 
on the front end of that with churches. I forget sometimes how rare that was of a thing before yeah. COVID happened, yeah. and now it's just everywhere. Yeah, Everyone has everywhere. a live stream. But uh, they started before that, before I was here, and I think before you were here, maybe 2017? They did, yeah. yeah. I don't know what date was, but it was already going, I think, when we came. Yeah. Right. So we're not strangers to this digital space at Rolling Hills by any means, yeah. but then COVID happened, and everything went digital for a short time, some yeah. longer than others. But we found find ourselves and found very much relying, I think, on that time. I wasn't here yet, but on that Facebook group and on that digital space for our communication and for interaction with each other. So now we're here in 2023. We're, thank the Lord, post-COVID, and we're all back as we were in terms of functionality. There's definitely ripple effects, and one of those being, I think we want to take it this way today, how has... COVID and the events of the last couple of years impacted how we view social media and how we um, use it as a church and as Christians, and yeah. as it changed and how so since before that time. Yeah, yeah, I think that that is kind of because there's a whole lot of uh, there's there's advantages and there's disadvantages and mm-hmm. uh, there's there's some kind of there's challenges that come out, but there's challenges that it helps solve as well. So it's kind of uh, uh, trying to sort through all that sometimes and figure out what the best solution is. It can be a, a really hard and difficult thing uh, to to fully understand. I, I came from a context of uh, especially pre COVID. I was we were blessed to come here at the end of 2018 uh, from a small town and a, and a a country church where I didn't, uh, we didn't have a live stream. Obviously, we didn't have, we weren't on the radio, we weren't uh, any of that stuff. And then came into this environment, and it was already bigger. The digital uh, impact or outreach in this area was much bigger than what I was used to. And then when COVID hit, it was kind of like full force. Everybody's thinking online services. Let's dump yeah. funds into that. Let's make sure that's efficient. And, uh, and and so on the on the back side of that, there are some things that you see that we've seen. I would say that that are um, both advantages and disadvantages, and we just kind of want to talk about that a little bit today. So I think it, we always like to start on the good side, right? The good part. So what would you say out of that would be the advantages that you've seen? Like what are what are the, some of the biggest footprints that's that that's left on the positive side of things? when it comes to just church life? That's a good question. I think there are many positives, yeah, and so. that a lot of those are undersold. Uh, I think in, in our, our time, uh, and even further back, like in the 80s and 90s, we have a track record as Christians of seeing things that the culture really latches onto and just hammering down on it as yeah. bad automatically. Yeah. And that, that's been problematic in the yeah. past. You think of... of uh, you know, even going to the movies, that was a short burst of we shouldn't do this cards, um, you know, these things that aren't stances now. And I see why people held those beliefs and that was prominent back then, but they didn't really stand the test of time. And I think we're seeing that's the same way with social media and digital things pre-COVID. Uh, you, you know, that, that was a much more common stance of churches that yeah. we're not going to interact in the space because yeah. there's a lot of negativity. And, and there is, but they're, they, you know, throw out the baby with the bathwater because of the worldliness that happens on social media. Yeah, yeah. And then COVID happens. I know the setting where we were at, totally unequipped for a natural disaster, if you will, like yeah. that, a, a pandemic, an epidemic like that. To- totally unprepared to connect and be together 
through something like that in 2023. And I think that looks different now, obviously, than it would have 30, 40 years ago. So a lot of the church was kind of caught caught sleeping in terms of living as a Christian truly in 2023, what that means. Because really we found, um, I know Lauren and I did, and millions of people around the world, that gathering once a week and having that be your experience as a Christian in church is incomplete. Yeah. Because that was taken away in a second. Yeah. And then there was no connection. Yeah. It was very weak when it could have seemed strong. So I think from there comes a clear benefit and advantage is that we've never been more connected than we have before. Right. Obviously right. that's a pro and a con, but to look at it as a pro, <sighs> there are millions of ways to connect, very powerful ways, and we've only bolstered that, uh, thank yeah. the Lord, uh, in very cheap ways. Yeah. Like you think of the uh cost of printing a uh, just a single, you know, pamphlet. Yeah. That would have been a thing of the past or even a gospel track. You hand it out, those things are great. But it's infinitely more cheaper, almost free nowadays with our phones, with a camera. Yeah. I've been making reels of your sermons and those little clips that people need to remember and our best to, you know, the different spots of your sermons where you make you know, all of it's a good point, but all of it's the gospel. But when that point hits, I'm able then to take that out of the sermon, create a 30 second clip, and that just stays in our minds, Lord willing, yeah. more and reaches people that are outside our congregational yeah. context. We're seeing hundreds and hundreds of views, a thousand sometimes on these. And that's infinitely cheaper and far more effective, even yeah. than handing out 2,000 you know, pamphlets yeah. to someone because it meets them in their setting and they're viewing it on their phone and it's just meeting them where they are in a digital way. I think that's awesome. I do too. Yeah. And, um, you know, with that, there's email, a lot of different things we can get to our people in a second with digital. I think similarly, there's a big pro in terms of what we have going with our Facebook group of prayer requests being shared, of different encouraging, uh, you know, like either articles or uh, testimonies. Yeah. All of that can be shared in a second. And that just makes us, well, the goal, I think it makes at its best point, it makes us more aware of Christ in our everyday life and makes us more um, aware of those spiritual situations that we can take advantage of yeah. um, in our daily life. So um, also just a pro of streaming the church service. I know that's also, I think there's cons and probably cons to all of these, but there is a a clear benefit of if somebody's uh, either a shut-in or in a care facility, um, they could still be a part in some way of the the service there and uh, the worship time together. So a lot of pros, I think. What what do you think? Yo, I agree. I think, I was just thinking when you said that last part that a lot of times we would, uh, if they were shut-ins, we would record tapes Mm. or something cds and we would try to take it to them and now you don't have to do that you know as long as they have a a phone or a smart tv or something they can easily stream the service right where they are so i definitely think that's a pro 
I, I agree with what you said. I mean, I think that there are people sometimes that just talk to someone recently that's not even in the country sometimes and still is listening to the services, you know. And so yeah. it's 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 an amazing resource to get the gospel out to the world on the digital air. And people can tune in wherever they are. And, and even if they can't make it to church and they can hear uh, worship and they can hear the word proclaimed and yeah. and uh, I think that's that's a huge benefit and I I am I like the reels I thankful for the Lord leading you to do that you know I know myself I do like to watch reels just in general and so yeah. it seems like that people would be much quicker to pick up and and watch a thirty second emphasized area of a message rather than always listen to the entirety of the message. So uh, in that sense, you get the hopefully one of the main things in that moment so that hopefully that'll stick with you and that seed can be planted. So so I think there's a whole lot. You know, Facebook, I didn't even, you know, it's interesting. I don't know if everyone knows this, especially church folks, but when I was in Russell Springs uh, or in a small town Kentucky, I didn't even have a Facebook. So I, I was out of the Facebook world entirely, pretty much. Whenever I was there before I moved up here, when I moved up here, we got a Facebook because uh, that's what the church used. <laughs> yeah. So we kind of did went through the process of recreating and and uh, adding people. And and I have to say that the, the ability to get prayer requests out to people quickly and immediately is uh, is a very big benefit, I think, to go ahead and start uh, start folks on praying when the moment arises and not have to try to figure out a way to get to everybody, already have that direct pour into that life uh, through through the prayer chain on Facebook. So a lot, a lot of benefits for sure. Without question, I agree with pretty much everything that you said. But on the flip side, and even if you're watching out there, you may say, well, yeah, but I can say a disadvantage for every benefit that you just said. And I know that's a reality too. And I feel that sometimes. And I think you probably do as well, that sometimes you're like, man, this is so good for this. But then there's this thing and for all that good man this th- you know and i and i i think that's true and, and so we can't talk about the benefits without also kind of reaching into the the disadvantages the what are, what have been some i mean you can state some and then i'll i'll state some but what have been some of the of the let me see how to word this of the challenges that that you have seen come out of the digital age that we live in? What have been some of the, for you and your experience, some of the biggest challenge areas that come from it? It's it's such a hard question to fully encompass just because it, it is so pervasive. It's everywhere. Yeah, and yeah. like our whole even logic or living comes from social media in some way or runs through it yeah whether or even not social media just digital whether it be our cell phones or uh you know something as simple as google maps like i couldn't survive without it but that's not always been a thing <laughs> yeah, you know right. and so so it's hard to kind of separate ourselves from it fully but um i i it, i think there is something to be said just on a um, a fundamental level i think it can throw our expectations and our goals to a place that's not spiritually healthy in terms of numbers. I think from a church standpoint, um, if I can't help but think, I know Christ is Christ, Jesus is Jesus. He wouldn't have been thrown off by something like digital or social yeah, media. Yeah. But the whole point of Jesus' earthly ministry, he told people, don't 
don't tell anybody I, I'm doing this for you. My time's not yet come. Yeah, yeah. And yet the the word still spread. I can't imagine how that would have how that would have hindered maybe what he could what he was doing because it it did even in his time like he couldn't go certain places because uh you, you know because of of the crowds and people that are crowding him in that just logistically it was harder to go into places where uh, you, you know that had happened so i can't imagine in a digital age social media yeah. if one of jesus miracles was recorded and blew up <laughs> you know if, <laughs> right? everywhere yeah what what's the implication of that so i i think just even on a base level, I'm leery about it. And I don't want to, I'm 26. I'm not in a place to be like, get off my lawn or, you know, I, <laughs> when I was younger, I climbed up you know, hill to school both ways, that kind of thing. But I'm, I'm leery about it just as a concept, just because Jesus didn't make that a part of his strategy for discipleship to work. And too easily, it, it just coming from a church space and individually from that. Yeah. But when we get to a spot where we're like, only judging our success on social media or digitally or just ministerially as a whole by the amount of people viewing and the reach, then we're doing ourselves a disservice of yeah. both Christ's model and his message because that's not the way he did things is that and that's not the the message that he taught he said follow follow me uh he he turned away the rich young ruler yeah even when he had a ton of money that he yeah. could have contributed all these things were true of jesus ministry but yet he's jesus and perfect so i i i struggle and this isn't answering your question but i think it's the base of all of my concerns is that how do we operate in a space that encourages actively, and we see that with Facebook yeah, and these yeah. things, the algorithms to keep you there. How do we do do ministry? How do we operate well in a space that actively rewards the you know clickbait views, and, and that's a completely worldly, if yeah. you will, atmosphere? And I don't know. Uh, the answer to that. I don't know if there is a right answer to that. I don't think it is, uh, you know, uh, fall back entirely and not be in the space at all. I yeah. feel like that might be this, the case for you individually. I've considered that individually. Yeah. But as a, as a, as a church, I think it's different. Um, and we, we kind of have to be there, you know, voice yeah. in the marketplace. <laughs> so all that is to say, I don't know the... Uh, the, the the true ramifications of where we are. So to more specifically, I'll just mention one so you can talk and I don't spend all the time, but um, no, I think it's, I mean, I think what you're saying is valid because you have to, you have to get to the baseline of the why I think why the why. And I think that that kind of gives you the freedom to move in the direction of the why and and kind of uh, kind of be able to to more clearly define some of those answers. So go, go on. Yes. More directly, you got. Well, I think coming up from that maybe a level up. And I was just looking here in in James four. That's where my mind went to. Is that if we're not careful, um, our presence on social media can become one of self promotion and pride yep. instead of ministry and. Humility. Again, we're coming from a space. If studies show, and Facebook even and these social platforms have been very upfront about this um, in different ways, is that those algorithms that exist 
um, what they what what's put in front of you is very intentional with the intent of you staying on the platform, providing more info about yourself for them to sell, and that's yeah. how they make their money. Yeah. Um. So it's very much not a a um, neutral platform. So in that, if we're not careful, we'll be drawn towards that direction naturally. And um, James 4 says this, and starting in verse 1, says, What's the source of wars and fights among you? Don't they come from your passions that wage war within you? You desire and do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight and wage war. You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and don't receive because you ask with wrong motives so that you may spend it on your pleasures. You adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world is hostility towards God? So whoever wants to be the friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Um, so in that way, naturally, if we're just on the platform and view ourselves as neutral beings, just on there expressing ourselves, we will be led towards pride and away from God because that's just the way it is. As a church, I've tried to make it more of a policy and it's easier as a church yeah. um, just because you, know, you, you preach every week. I have content that's ministerial in nature, but I've tried to make it and I got it um, Brady Shearer is the guy's name, a great voice in uh, churches and social media. He's all over YouTube and everything. But um, he argues that you should make at least 80% of your post ministerial in nature and not um, advertising. Oh, gotcha, and yeah, um, uh, yeah it, it's an easier thing to do as a church to make all of your posts you right, know, right. just get something for us. At, you know, volunteer. Here's our service. Come visit us. Whatever. Um, but I've, you know, we've been able to try and do that just to make more posts that that bless. So it's easier for us, but it's harder when you know you're being advertised to specifically. There's a lot to say. Yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, I think that's where we are, at least to begin with, is that p- place of pride and self promotion. Yeah, I think so. I, I I think I think as well. You know, going back to kind of the, I think the 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 main reason for the pursuit is is key to define. So in anything that you have, why are, why do you have it? So when mm. you know when we look at our Facebook page, why do we have that? When we look at our um, a live stream, what do we do? What do we want to accomplish from that? The uh, the little reels that you make. What what is the goal? And you know, sometimes it can get kind of. Uh, diluted and what that is if you are not very intentional about what that goal is so it can become oh that's a look how good that is and and, and it beca- it can become personally focused on the per on on the person rather than on the reason on the purpose so we want to we want to always keep an eye on purpose what's the purpose of it and and it's so hard because especially here you know when we talk about facebook specifically it's been around for so long right so it gets watered down and it gets diluted and then mixed up and and over time sometimes we can lose sight of that purpose. And, and one of the, one of the things, you know, especially with the live stream, you know, I, I'll say this, the live stream for, it has a very good purpose, but we can't get confused on the purpose. So, so the purpose yes. is not an adequate substitute for being together personally, because, you know, and that's one of the things sometimes, you know, just in life in general, we can feel like uh, I just want to move out to the country and be away from everything because people get on my nerves or people are struggle or are difficult or uh, it'd just be so much easier. Uh, but, but we can never really do that as a child of God because our ministry is to people. 
And so it's hard to make those strong, deep personal connections when all your interaction is confined to digitally digital interaction, interaction over social media. It's hard. I mean, I know we name it friends, but really how it, it's a lot harder that way. And, and biblically speaking, you know, my mind goes to, to Hebrews 10, 25, which you all probably know this. I know you know it, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another. And so much the more as you see the day approaching. Uh, so, so the together component is so important. The fellowship is so important. Uh, and this is where it gets diluted, I think, because Andrew has come on and and the quality is very good. So so the online presence is is getting better. Um, you know, as resources come out, it just gets better. The reels are coming out now and they are very direct and, and, and to the main thing. And, and it, sometimes we can confuse that to being an appropriate substitute because it is so clear. It is so good. The quality is great. Uh, but the qual- the purpose of the quality being great is not for that to be a substitute. Mm-hmm. It's just to bring right. about clarity in what the message and the main thing about Jesus Christ is. Just more clarity without distractions, right? Yes. So I think I think that that for me, you know, and we've we've noted, you know, sometimes it's almost become whereas pre COVID, it was more of like, well, if I absolutely can't make it. Then I'll watch it live stream, but but if at all possible, then I'll make it. And it's transformed from that to I may or may not make it, but if I can't, it's really not a big deal because we have this wonderful yes. live stream product. And I think we have to be careful, and you set the foundation for it, that we don't separate the purpose and lose sight of that in the midst of just enjoying the product, if that makes sense. Um, yes. and, and, and to me, that's one of the big uh, difficult things that comes about with when the product, the productivity of it, the quality of it increases, we can confuse the purpose of it. And we have to be careful of that. I, I can't tell you how much I've thought about this and just with uh, different studies and things coming out, um, I, I've, I've considered multiple times the pros of even ending the live stream. We've chatted about it, yeah. not really seriously necessarily of within one step of pulling the kill switch, but, <laughs> yeah. um, but still, you know, and, and you might say you're overreacting, but I, 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 I think you'd be wrong on that. There's giant spiritual pitfalls, I think, that come mainly because it's such a sneaky pitfall that it doesn't feel like you're missing out on anything after a while, like kind of boiling the frog kind of thing, to where after a while, you're so far removed from the actual church and your view of the church is so skewed on what it actually is supposed to be, as in being involved with people in people's lives. It becomes so separated from that that all of a sudden you're spiritually dry and you don't know why yeah, and you're yeah. doubting your faith and you feel alone yeah. and you've blamed that on God instead of, you know, seeing your actions and doing that. I think that's native to the purpose of social media by yeah. these social media companies and without addressing it, we play the fool you yeah, know, yeah. by saying that. So I'm compelled to keep it as a first impressions ministry and ministry to those people where that doesn't apply the yeah. shut ins and the people. But I very much struggle with promoting it as a ministry yeah, yeah. anywhere just because it's 
it creates that excuse i feel like inherently to it yeah and i don't know how to separate that and teach well on it without you know and even be excellent with it without shooting for the ideal quote unquote of you know <laughs> uh hillsaw and bethel elevation these multi-million dollar operations yeah because i don't want to be that and yeah. we're not going to be that that no. our, our goal is to reach fairfield ohio for the gospel so yeah. i don't if you know this could have five views and if it reaches the right view person yeah. in fairfield ohio that'd be worth it but once again, it comes native to the platform that the better quote unquote scenario would be to have your live stream go viral, millions of views, and have yeah, it not yeah. truly reach anyone. Yeah. You know? So it, it, it really is difficult. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, and, and it's not something, yeah, I, I agree. We have had discussions about it. And I, and I know that from a, uh, and we definitely, one of the things we always want to guard against is it becoming a production. We yes. never, we never want that. That's not the purpose of the church, not to be a production, but to be a, a, a lighthouse, a hospital for the broken, uh, introducing, reconciling people to God by introducing them to Jesus Christ. And, you know, I mean, it's, uh, and, we, and we do, you know, we are in Fairfield, but we want to go to the world with the gospel. I mean, we want to, and, and one of the things that you can do with the digital era is is go to the world without actually yeah. you know you can reach the ends of the earth without actually going there always and so yeah. uh, but it's just it's it's so necessary to reiterate that it is not uh, an appropriate substitute for uh, being around people and, uh, and and so we have to kind of fight against that it is it is convenient enough and this is where we gravitate to especially in our country i think mm-hmm. we like comfortable so if you can stay in your pajamas and drink coffee in your living room, that's comfortable. That's much more comfortable than getting dressed up to some and, and showing up and being around a bunch of people. Maybe some you don't know. And bigger the church, the less you know, possibly, or maybe not. But uh, but anyway, it's it's we have to fight against that because everything in our culture, countercultural, is to not be in your comfort zone. Yes. Uh, culturally speaking, that's always the direction that they pull us to, which is not really always, it's not really God's direction to stay right where you are in your comfort zone, but it is to surrender and follow that way a savior. And so, so we just have to be careful. And I think that, you know, thing like the Jesus follower and talking about it is so important so that we can think through and talk through the good things, but also the negative things. So maybe if you're hearing this and you say, well, I have kind of fell into that into that category. It's not like a uh, lose all hope situation. It's just uh, we want to be informed because we want to be the best follower of Christ that we can be. And one of the things I'll have to say in light of this particular disadvantage is uh, when COVID happened, one of the, the beautiful things about the youth group, because at the time I was with the youth, is yeah. they just couldn't stand it. Like there, there was a point where they were like, we just got to be together. Like, like doing, you know, Facebook lives or zoom or whatever the case that's all fine and good but we we want to be together and so i felt like in their spirit they really pushed for that and i and i appreciated that that i mean it just you know in the innocence of a a young person sometimes they don't know the filters they don't they're just like we want to be together and so it kind of was a uh, an influence i think on the overall just uh, vibe for the youth group the atmosphere of okay let's find ways even in the midst of some of the day 
dangers to be safely together still. Uh, and I really appreciated that. And it showed just how important it was because they started real heavy uh, or pretty, pretty consistent tuning in, but it was very apparent with them when they were not tuning in as much anymore and they were ready to get on to the next phase and be together again. So, uh, nonetheless, I think, uh, I think that that, that is definitely one disadvantage. When or why do you think we lose that? That desire to be together? I think when you get, I think when you get treated poorly by people enough, um, it's almost a safer environment for you on a, uh, on a emotional level to disconnect from the person and only focus on the message. Because it's when you when you focus on the message and then apply that to the person that you you find the challenges. But if you can only focus on the message, uh, there's no challenges there because God's word, other than conviction. But God's word is perfect. It's beautiful. It's never going to fail. He's never going to fail. So it's like, oh well, that's great. The word is great, uh, but it's just sometimes uh, people. We're sinful, and we don't always treat people the way that we should, and we don't always act the way that we should, and I think sometimes that can be the challenge. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, and and once we uh, become satisfied with and and justify in our own minds, well, I'm just hearing the message without a whole lot of application, then we become content just watching online and staying distant from people, if that makes sense. It does. It does. And that might not be the only thing, but that, that I think that could be part of it. No, no. I think the broader picture of that and even the application of that is it tears down our ecclesiology. The more we yeah. uh, assent to that and consent to that, yeah. really, in our minds, because in, in our sin, our minds want that. Is yeah. we, we think that's the answer of self-care, even the language of today, when taken to an extreme, that means... More often than not, doing something by yourself, being true to yourself, and it's all about uh, uh, your inner being in a vacuum, being uh, as healthy, quote unquote, as it can be. We're all for health, but the true health that we see in scripture and that's central to the gospel even is the church. The bride of Christ is the church. And there's something to that that's very specific in scripture about us being together and experiencing the faith with each other and that creates messiness that we want to shy away from but that's far less messy i think than what we're seeing play out in our culture today in a different way because there's been studies that show i could try and link to one here in the show notes that um the more you use facebook it's like a parallel growth anxiety with social media usage and they've seen that on college campuses. I've listened to either secular people like and uh, oh, what's his name? It's not Andrew Peterson. That's a singer. It's um, Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Jordan Peterson and uh, Cal Newport is another uh, voice of the day. He doesn't have any social media and speaks against it. There are multiple people that do this because even scientifically, it's shown the more you use this, and I'm sure you see it in your own life, it puts you on autopilot and yeah. you become depressed and anxiety and even just like, uh, you know, the same effect as a slot machine. If you'd stand in front of a slot, ma- slot machine all day, 
you, it'd be hard to turn that off yeah, after, yeah. you know, uh, you go to sleep, let alone waking up with it, going to bed with it, yeah. using it whenever you're bored. It creates a hum of anxiety, yeah. as that video said, in the background. And that's extremely dangerous for our mental health and how we relate to people. So it creates this um terms when you use echo chamber, but it creates this spiral yeah. of you use it, you feel awkward around people because of it. But then the solution is to go back to it. And we see that. We talk about that with the effects of sin all yeah, the time. That's yeah. what scripture you know, says. Sin, it's, it's inviting and it'll bring you back and then it'll kill you. And then it'll invite you back again yeah, as a, yeah. uh, you know, a solution to that. So I would stop short of saying it's completely evil because it's not. And no, we use right, it, we're right, on yeah. it. And that'd be an overreaction. However, if we'd go into it with, um, you know, an, an idle mind, and that's the devil's handiwork, and yeah. you're going to be, it's not even, you know, sensationalizing it. Or yeah. church, the same thing with people, uh, you know, like movies in the 80s. I did, I did a weird thing. I just, it's feel, It felt uncomfortable going in. I told you about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I went to the movies by myself <laughs> for the first time uh, while Lauren was working uh, yesterday on my day off. And it was, I, I even just underestimated. I was just sitting there and watching the previews and I felt really anxious. Like I got to be on my phone or doing something. Yeah. And it was really good for me. I was really surprised. Like it was different. Obviously it's a different that I love seeing movies with my wife, but I was surprised how much I liked it just for this, the thing of sitting there, putting my watch on do not disturb and just existing and thinking, yeah. and watch it, just being focused on one thing. And that was so good for me. Yeah. <laughs> I felt so energized. Yeah. So, uh, you know, in yesteryear, that would be considered similar to what we're talking about now because, you know, that that was the thing of the day. But now we're the, the normal thing is to be on our phones and it's hurting us because, yeah. uh, you know, it's, we're just spreading so many situations. I think another parallel is I like to listen to a sports radio, they're, they're like comedic uh, show out of uh, radio show out of Columbus. And they have a podcast every day because the radio show, it's like two and a half hours long. Yeah. When I'm at my most unhealthy, I think I make it a point to listen to that oh, and it's yeah. full every single day. Yeah. And I don't think that's good for me, you know, because it's just the surface level stuff too. Yeah. And it feels right and it's funny and it's good, but in its success, yeah. it's not. Yeah. I think yeah, similar to social media. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, on the flip side, now they're writing books, you know, I think probably about social media fasting or there's fasting plans from social media. So as much as it can be good, it also clearly is not good on the level that it is being used, I think. Yes. And that's just not from necessarily a Christian perspective only. I think it's just from a, just a general perspective, you know. So, uh, so, so I would say, you know, aside from the live stream, though, the other biggest component that we use, which we use this social media outlet to to display the live stream, uh, but is Facebook. So, Facebook yeah. is probably, I would say, in the life of Rolling Hills Baptist Church, has been a pretty big part for quite some time. And now we have a, and we probably already always did, but it's utilized a lot now too is a public a, a page for the public to see about Rolling Hills and also a private page for the Rolling Hills members. 
Um, and so uh, even with that, though, you know, one of the things that we've been discussing is uh, or just thinking through is what is the main purpose for that? Yes. Uh, and trying to decide and settle into what is the main purpose for the Facebook page, because the tendency is with everything. This is not digitally specific, but with everything, a lot of the times the original intent is good. But what ends up happening can sometimes take some trails. And you're like, uh, I don't think that's really what we want to do. Uh, because I think, and, and, and I'll just say this, and I'll kind of start the ball rolling here. Just kind of uh, throw it in the middle, uh, if you will, and and see where it goes. But uh, one, I, I don't think that handling conflict on social media is the the best way to do it at all and i and i think i know it's taboo this is probably may not be favored we may get some thumbs down on this but i, I just want to say that from my own personal and this is just me okay so don't don't take it for the gospel because it's just me it's my opinion it's my thoughts but uh i i it is so hard for me to be able to read between the lines when someone writes something even in text and to know the intent behind the writer of that particular uh, segment of information. Uh, And so it's just, it's such a, it's such a challenging way. I even make it a point in my own life not to, and you know this because I've talked to you about it, uh, but not to respond on, on social media too much when it comes to people that have disagreements or have struggles or things like that, just because it's so easy to get a word out of line and them not to be able to see your heart in it because they're not having a personal conversation with you. Yes. Uh, and so I think a good rule of thumb uh, in, in even our Facebook activity personally, but also as a church, is that any like business uh, and, and that being uh, discipline or offenses or struggles, it's always seems like a better thing. And it's a biblical thing. Of course, they didn't have social media back then. Uh, but it's, a you know, you handle those things in person. Uh, and so I'm always very sensitive to that whenever I see it in any context or avenue I'm like, uh, because all it takes, and we've seen this some in the public forum of things, all it takes is one, right? Yeah. Yes. To really take the train off the rails entirely. And and they may not even really be directly impacted by whatever comment, opinion, thought is said. Yeah. But all they got to do is comment. And all of a sudden, you're spending tons of time on what you know just chasing this weird trail that was never the intention at the beginning and by the time you're done you're like all right what have we accomplished here (laughs) you know Uh, and so so i think you know when we talk about purpose um it's it's very important especially with something like that that we understand i believe that for us the purpose is not really to air out grievances it is more to be able to connect with one another in the place of prayer, I think, in its, in its original state. Prayer and information on upcoming things in the life of the church, rather than maybe just getting things aired out, if you will. So that's, that's one thing. The main, the, to, to keep that purpose in line, I think that uh, it's important to realize that and to realize how um, challenging when you put anything out there, yeah. uh, it can really go a way you didn't mean for it to. Right, right. Yeah. It provides a unique atmosphere for something to take on a sinful posture very easily. Just like 
Well, even just where we were, uh, the, the general pattern of sin, you know, being something that uh, sounds good and, and feels good in the moment, but then it has harsh consequences. Then you go back as a, you know, a place to heal, quote unquote, from those consequences and so on. I think in that same way, what you're talking about, social media provides a platform for you to take on this alter ego yeah. and be maybe, I know for me, it provides me with the temptation to be much more confident confrontational online than I would be in person. I'm not a confrontational person in person, but there's that temptation to be online sometimes, you know, and just to be right. And then to know that other people are watching, but it doesn't really feel as real because you're in that virtual space. And then when it gets bad, you know, it bleeds out into that space and becomes something in person that it never should have been or could have been if you would talk to somebody just in person um and that we we got it we got to push against it like what like what you're saying is that just because it feels natural and just because it feels right doesn't mean it is right and what seems satisfying like drama or you know things like it does uh, yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) there's this show uh well i don't think you've watched a lot love is blind on netflix oh there's a lot of drama and it's kind of fun you know because these people aren't you know they're kind of stupid in some ways and just i don't know weird but uh, it's you know you watch a show like that for the drama yeah, for yeah. those of you who do and if you don't then uh, that's okay too but <laughs> yeah. give you but it, all that is to say is that that is fun and but if you're engaging with it even enjoying it on some level is sinful yeah. <laughs> you know right like right. that's not the Christian way to do things I think it's different to watch a show you, you know just it's it's a plot device but. Um, when you're engaging that way and you're living for the drama of like, I've got to be right or I got to put my opinion out or I'm going to hold this against somebody. Yeah. And then especially be different to them in person. Yeah. That's not the Christian way. That's right. Um, I thought of before Colossians uh, 3, it says, Therefore, as God's chosen ones, holy and dearly loved, put on compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving one another if anyone has a grievance against another. Uh, just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you are also to forgive. Above all, put on love, which is a perfect bond of unity, and let the peace of Christ, to which you are also called in one body, ruled your hearts we're called to peace um so we got to re uh reset our appetites because again what social media does and what gets the most traction is these hate quote-unquote kind of kind of things the controversy and it keeps you coming back and that caters to our sin and with that the humility kindness all that it says here gentleness does not seem attractive because that doesn't really play well on social media it won't get you very far so we have to according to scripture re-engage our minds and rely on the holy spirit to make that our appetite yeah instead of um pride and contention and all of this in our daily lives and when we see that actually happen we know the holy spirit's working because that goes against our sinful desires. And just as God said, putting on the new man, that, that gives us new desires, new affections. And that will play out. But we, 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 we've seen that. I know people are sinful, we're sinful. But when left unchecked, yeah, or when that is just not spoken against, then that's where we go. And that's yeah. where we stay. 
Yeah, we chase it uh, really badly. Uh, you yeah. know, the uh, I think about you know Paul was very um, very mindful of not wanting to call someone else to stumble. You know, we just went in our young adults class through Romans 14. Uh, we're well into 15 now, but 14 was a lot about that, you know, that, you know, and in verse number 13, let us not therefore judge one another anymore, but judge this rather that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way, in his brother's or sister's way, you know, effectively. But that, and I think we have to be mindful of that. You know, the things that we yeah. post, if uh, and even when you think to that level, which again is purpose because that's biblical. So when you think to that level, sometimes that will take out that will weed out a lot of the stuff that we would say because we know the way that we're saying it could cause somebody to stumble. I mean, because the words that we use do have an impact. And yes. people can take them in different ways, especially now if you're face to face, it's completely different because you can see the general demeanor. You can almost feel the love coming from that person. Uh, but over something like social media, you just don't have that. And so I would say that a lot uh, are calls to stumble by things that are just uh mindlessly put or maybe not mindlessly but not really truly thought through and they're just put out there on social media and someone is really impacted by what's put out there so so i think even you know as we look at the 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 heart of paul like i never want to cause anybody to stumble by what i'm doing a brother a sister anybody that is a child of god to stumble are my words causing people to stumble is my um, digital interaction is it fulfilling the purpose of the word of God? And one of those purposes is to be edifying and uplifting to the church, the born again believers, the adopted children of God, and not to cause them to stumble or break them down. And 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 and, uh, and that's the worst thing, right? It's in a public arena where everybody or so many can see it happen in real time, like right or right in front of their face. And it's like I feel like that there, there's so many things that need the personal touch. Mm -hmm. They just they just need the intimacy of going to someone and saying, hey, here's where I'm at. This is what I'm struggling in. Uh, and you and I both have found when, when we could do that on a personal level, then the, there's oftentimes reconciliation. Like there's oftentimes uh, conflict resolution or 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 uh, good things that come out of that. But it seems like it, it leans the other way when it's. Mm posted uh, on digital platforms instead of being handled with the personal touch. And, um, and so again, it's, it's all, it all come in my mind, it all comes back. What's the purpose mm -hmm. is the purpose to air it out is the purpose to handle conflict through that Avenue. And, and I would say uh, that's not really the purpose. Uh, the purpose is we still want to use it uh, to bring people to Jesus Christ and to glorify God in every single thing we do, even in social media, even in digital platforms, you know? Yes. I think that's the biggest pro of being on is that opportunity. Yeah, like everyone's yeah. on there and it's not like your your uh, positive posts, your message of Christ won't get distributed like it will. And yeah, when yeah. done well, uh, you know, Lord willing, it, it will reach a lot of people. And that's yeah. the pro. Yeah, for absolutely. sure. But to say that uh, sin is very deceptive yeah, and absolutely. Satan is a great deceiver. So um, we see that in social media especially i don't think it's not sinful to be on social media but again if you get on there and you're not um you're you're not mentally engaged 
in what you're doing, it's going to seem a lot easier to put on a blast, to uh, engage with somebody in a negative way on social media. Yeah. To a not thinking or, or sinful mind, a mind not engaged with the gospel, that's going to make it more appealing to do that. Yeah. But if we're very much, if we're together, if we're trying to walk in the spirit, it's going to be harder, but better to engage in in person because it's the harder thing to do. Yeah. You're going to be more checked because it's it's a lot more risky. Yeah, you know, yeah, personally. Yeah. yeah. Are they going to hit you in the face? So they get right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. On the Absolutely. Fore, on the forefront of it, <laughs> not on the back end, but sometimes. Right. Right. And in that same way, you know that that'll to to those who are in the spirit in Christ, that'll make it far more easier to approach someone in love, just as it says in in the yeah. the, the epistles too in the in the Bible to, um, you know, essentially it doesn't say that, but keep each other accountable, like call out sin where there is sin, like confess your sin to each other. All these things is that that's going to make it. (laughs) I feel like the spirit's going to speak more to you in person when you're in that space, as opposed to social media, when you're by yourself, when it's more easy to sin, you're going to be more apt to sin. Yeah. It's harder to sin, it's going to be more likely that you follow the Spirit. It, it seems crass a little bit, but we see it true time and time again. Yeah. That things work out far better and without heartache or without as much heartache or as much uh, conflict when done the right way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and uh, and I think that, uh, you know, they're... they're between the different folks that you encounter, you know, speaking from a church environment, you know, some people are are gung ho for it, and some people are uh, don't care about it at all. So we have we have different ends of the spectrum here at Rolling Hills, uh, but but at, in the grand scheme of things, I think that this this kind of gives us um, a decent amount of parameters. It gives us some things to think about, and you know, I think the main purpose and everything we do needs to be thought about aside from the digital platforms. But I mean, even in you know, even in worship. I mean, if you're not purposed in the worship, then you could just be putting on a show and, and yeah. preaching. If you're not purposed in the preaching, you should just be creating a good outline. Like, I mean, like everything, you have to strip away some of the the fluff and some of the distractive things that come into the areas of your life and remember what your main purpose and what your main goal is. And that, that right. definitely holds true for social media because it's so easy to be bold when you're not personally involved and in, and in front of one another and, and so we we just have to be mindful of uh, of the impacts that it can have on our on our psyche on our emotions on and then also the tendency to to have extreme courage uh, when you're not face to face that sometimes can can really lead uh, aggressively down a a wrong trail that that doesn't need to be gone down and so uh, I appreciate the discussion I, I I'm yes. thankful to think and, and hopefully you all did too and, and we realize that for our or I, you know, yeah, we both realize that for a lot of the, the things that you say good, there's bad. For the things you say bad, you can say, well, this could be used for good. That's all. That's all true. And uh, we're just trying to, as Jesus followers, we just want to make sure that even in this. Because it's important, it, it, it can definitely impact or it can definitely be a hindrance. 
even in this, that we are being effective Jesus followers in the way that, that Christ would be most pleased with. And so I think that's the end goal in all of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was going to joke, thank you for listening to this episode on your phone today. <laughs> <I> appreciate- <laughs> yeah, But no, I think that brings up a point to what you're saying is that um, our, our congregation skews older. And I think that in age and the temptation might be to those listening that are older is to underplay the significance of social media in today's age and to think we're just tackling something on the perimeter or on the periphery of our lives. Um just as the church didn't have social media in, you know, the early yeah, church, yeah. they also didn't have electricity, indoor plumbing, <laughs> vehicles. Yeah. We're living in a completely different age, yeah. let alone with social media. So we can't cop out and not be on it or not address it because it's a integral part of where society is in yeah. 2023, for better or for worse. Yeah. And we'll see where that'll lead in the next 20 or 30 years. Yeah. But we can't just not engage now with the excuse of they didn't do it back then or that's not crucial to what we do as a church. It is because it's crucial to the way the world is and we're here to reach the world for the gospel. So we have to. It would be foolish and irresponsible of us not to address it. That doesn't mean you have to be on it. No, yeah, that's not on it. But as a church, you're saying, yeah. Yes, yes. And as individuals, we have to know what we're talking about and engage with it because that's part of the... Um, you know, more today, all these atheists, ag- agnostics, or the deconstruction, it has to do with the water that we're swimming in with social media in this this, this digital age. It's yeah. much less, it seems like, logical in nature, the atheists nowadays. It's, it's very much feelings-oriented, very much popular, yeah. uh, you know, culture. Everything has to do with it. So we can't just isolate uh, the arguments of the day away from the you know, the vehicles of the yeah, day. And this yeah. is the vehicle of the day to yeah. get messages to people. Yeah. And it's a, and it is a resource, you know, it's a resource to, to help uh, effectively reach the world on a continual basis on a weekly basis, you know, and it's definitely not a substitute, but it is something that in the meantime, while you're ministering in your area, you can also hopefully plant some seeds in other areas of the world, which is a, is a real benefit to it. Um, so yeah, yes. that, that's a, that's a very good point. Uh, and, and again, on an individual basis, you may not want to, but <laughs> just, uh, you know, on, as far as like trying to, trying to utilize it in a way that brings glory to God and furthers the gospel message to, to different places that you wouldn't be able to reach. I think it's a great, um, a great opportunity that we, we have it to use in order to do that. So for sure. Yeah, for sure. So tell us where we're wrong. Tell us where we're right. Email us in uh, the d- description. Leave a review. and we'll, we'll try to read those and discuss those on uh, one of our next recordings. Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, We'd be glad to hear from you in love, of course, as we can. We want to feel <laughs> the love through the words that you leave in the comment or the questions. So make sure that you just just fill it with a bunch of love so that we can really know that that's where it's coming from. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I am not not perfect in this i know we're not very sinful and i've messed up countless amount of times in the past and uh definitely an area of growth in my life too just as we hope it is in in all of yours but um we'll see you monday yep for another sermon and uh thanks for pushing on with us hope you're doing well and uh, we'll see you next time see you